What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Let's now go to Carol Masser, who's standing by with Kathy Wood, the CIO, CEO, and co-founder of ARK Invest. We just got the call. I got the message maybe 30 seconds ago. So uh, yes. I am very happy to share this with all of you guys. Uh, let's go. It's starting. Congratulations. <laughs> Off and running. All right. So, Kathy, what do you think about in this moment of time? As we said, this has been long in coming. Yes. Um, well, you, 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 you described uh, two ways this could happen. It can happen very quickly uh, or will it happen very slowly? When you're talking about institutions that, that uh, you know, have been very fearful of this space because of Gary Gensler and, you know, all of the drama, um, I think they're going to tread lightly. I don't know if you saw, but Gary Gensler put out a piece today right as we're about to go effective, and I'm, I'm sure we all went effective roughly around the same time. And um, he, he just denigrated the whole crypto space. And it was just like, I couldn't believe it. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I, it's with that kind of trepidation that institutions are, are going to have to, you know, work through and do all of their due diligence. However, uh, I do think that uh, a lot of investors have considered, uh, you know, uh, have, have been curious. And you'll see uh, we've been uh, from a marketing campaign, we've been using this tagline, aren't you a bit curious? There are so many people who are curious out there. Of course, a lot of our existing clients know all about Bitcoin because we have owned it since 2015. But there are a lot of people who really have a hunger to know, and we can see that as uh, more and more people read our research, tune into our Bitcoin brainstorm that we do with Rod and, uh, and Bitcoin Park in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, read our Bitcoin monthlies, and uh, you know, read uh, all we have to say about crypto in blogs and and in our uh, brainstorm summary. So, you know, we are getting all the curiosity. I think that's why we started. So we know a lot of people are waiting. And believe it or not, Carol, uh, the curious extend to state pension fa uh, funds and state treasurers. We're talking yeah. to. So it's a really uh, broad swath well, Kathy, of people. And I do wonder what you think success will be out of the gate in terms of investment flows. What's your hope, what's your goal or estimate uh, in terms of bringing investors into the fund? Well, it, it's very interesting. I was, um, uh, we were, I was speaking to Eric Balchunas, mm -hmm. uh, your colleague, and according to his estimates, there's, there's $4 billion waiting you know, in the wings. And I said to him, well, from your lips to God's ears, uh, <laughs> that would be amazing. And, you know, we hope we get our fair share of it. I mean, we've certainly, um, we've certainly done a lot to educate the community. And we, uh, we experienced a lot of gratitude for that too, from, from, 
from the innovation communities, including the Bitcoin community, but also from the financial community, those who really are trying to find the next Kat, big idea. And this Kathy, is can a I ask you, because you mentioned um, SEC Chair Gary Gensler at the top. And as the headlines crossed the Bloomberg um, that he, the SEC approved all of those uh, proposals for the spot Bitcoin ETFs, yours included, along with everyone else, the 11. He also said investors should be cautious on crypto. He said SEC's action doesn't imply mm -hmm. approval of crypto exchanges. And if you look at all the SEC filings, yours included, there's a long list of concerns uh, that there's this is still kind of a new concept and new idea. The old guard you know, basically throw out there all kinds of risks and, it, you know, some people call it fear, uncertainty and doubt. Uh, it happens every time, Carol. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing uh, for people to really do their homework. They should do their homework. They should understand the risks. Um, but uh, this is par for the course in disruptive innovation. You know, ever, and, and thank you, Carol, uh, you gave us our first interview, 2015, when we were barely off the ground. You believed in us back then. And at the time, you remember we were talking about Tesla. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So much fear, uncertainty, and doubt, not even about autonomous, which is the next set of fears, but about EVs and wouldn't traditional auto manufacturers absolutely choke them to death. This is completely new DNA. And so it's the old DNA, as the old car companies were, the old DNA, uh, you know, basically bashing the old new DNA. But right. truth wins out. Truth but wins out. Better, faster, cheaper, more productive. So, uh yeah. And, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you is, as like yourself, all of us here in the newsroom, you know, watching just, you know, new things come into the market over decades. Um, and this is certainly interesting, but we are still wondering about the real case use. I mean, that no one has really demonstrated a real life use case when it comes to Bitcoin. How do you think about it? Um, we think about it all the time. Uh, our, our first paper, uh, white paper, was all about could Bitcoin serve the three roles of money, means of exchange, uh, uh, store of value, unit of account? Most people are thinking store of value right now. But um, I'm going to plug one of our uh, Bitcoin brainstorms. If you want a mind-blowing experience, and I am lucky to be uh, able to ask questions on these brainstorms, but we had, uh, uh, I think it was either our second or third brainstorm, which was about the convergence of Bitcoin and artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had on um, people who are, you know, toiling to make all of this happen. Uh, one of them, a roast beef uh, from the Lightning Network and or Lightning Labs. And uh, I have to tell you, I, uh, uh, the, what's going on in the emerging markets and the division of labor, the redefinition of labor, a little bit like um, what happened to the gig economy here, but mm -hmm. put that on steroids, put that on steroids. It's already starting to happen. So I would highly, highly, highly um, advise anyone interested in trying to figure out how the way world is going to work. Listen right. to that Bitcoin brainstorm because it's already starting to work in the emerging markets where they need it so desperately.
Kathy, what's the advantage of the ARK spot Bitcoin ETF over the others who also got approved today? You know, we've been, as you know, um, reporting a lot about this kind of war on fees. Again, today, you guys cutting your fee. Um, so what's the advantage of going with you versus a BlackRock or a Fidelity or some of the other players who are out there? So uh, at least three advantages, uh, Carol. First, we selected our partner very carefully. 21 shares is the largest uh, peer play crypto ETP provider in the world with two and a half billion dollars in assets. Uh, so uh, what does that mean? That means uh, with uh, their 40 funds before we launched with them, with their 40 funds launched over five years, they have battle tested their infrastructure over booms and busts, over crises, over um, halvings, over forkings. This is not normal for the ETF world. And we think the other ETF providers have a lot to learn, uh, and I'm sure they are, and they will, um, uh, as we go through, uh, you know, these different kinds of experiences. And, the, and they have economies of scale, believe it or not, that have enabled us to drive down our fees this way. Uh, we have more economies of scale because of the infrastructure that 21 shares have built out. So that's the first. The second is research. Both of us give our research away for free. Um, our research started in 2014. We were trying to understand the technology. And then when um, uh, Chris Berniski took over, uh, we fast forwarded into understanding Bitcoin as money and then a new asset class. So we have been uh, taking our um, clients, prospective clients, anyone who wants to read our research, mm -hmm. this journey with us through deep, deep research. And it's getting deeper under uh, Yassine's leadership. So that's the second. And then the third, and this one is not to be underestimated, especially when it comes to the wirehouses, like the Morgan Stanleys, the, the Merrill Lynch, the UBS, Wells Fargo. Um, our, uh, our uh, sales force, our distributor, Resolute, um, uh, has had, our, our ETF specials, specialists have had to understand Bitcoin since we struck our partnership in 2016. I had a funny story. Rebecca Burke, uh, who's our most senior ETF specialist, uh, joked with me the other day. She said, do you know uh, when I was coming to interview uh, to ARC, I, I, I looked up, what is Bitcoin? And we all, we all laughed about it because now she, she not only understands it, she uh, believes in it, her conviction is high. She's able to share that message and hold clients' hands when Bitcoin goes through some of the volatility that we see it go through regularly. So I think those three, we have the... Well, infrastructure and operations. We have the research, deep research, and we've been doing it longer than anyone else. And three, uh, we have a support team, a sales team uh, that I don't think anyone else out there can beat because we've been doing it together for seven years already. And the same for uh, 21 shares, more on the institutional side. They have been working with their clients for five years. 
one of the things we wondered about, Kathy, and I'm, I'm curious, you know, I'm thinking people who are listening to this, what is the recourse if a custodian who holds the keys to Bitcoin loses them, you know, or they're hacked? What's the investor recourse? Um, you know what? Uh, we have uh, with us on this call uh, Ophelia and Haney, who are the founders of 21 Shares. This You're talking about infrastructure, operations. This is what I'm talking about. May I open up the floor to them? Ophelia, you want to come in on that? You are a partnership. You know, it's a partnership with you and our. Absolutely. What's your thought on that in terms of concerns that if something happens, if um, it is hacked, what's the investor recourse? So people are completely right to be concerned. This is the whole point. This is not like stocks and bonds. This requires a very different level of infrastructure. And so I think the, the first step in this discussion is very clearly prevention. You need to build as robust of a setup as possible, and you need to battle test it. So we've been battle testing our implementations with custodians, our technical infrastructure, and the way in which we safeguard assets. Um, for five years. That's the entire point. You you can't treat this like um, any other asset in the world. It's, it's, a, it's a bearer asset and it's held in a very technical way. So one of the things that we do is we obviously, we use a concept called cold storage. Mm -hmm. um, that means is that these assets are held offline in wallets that have never been brought into the internet. So you've never used them before, which means that they are the information related to the private key doesn't exist on the internet. Um, it's sort of the, you can think of it as the diametric opposite of cloud storage. Um, you essentially end up with, you know, a, a private key that's been sharded. Um, so it's been split into multiple pieces and you need to bring multiple pieces online at the same time. Those pieces are held in vaults that are geographically distributed um, in order to control access to these products. And then we obviously have a really robust set of controls around that in terms of how you initiate transfers and how you um, actually move assets. Because the most dangerous part of custody is actually very much the point at which you access it, right? Very frequently, you know, when people say, oh, somebody took over my exchange account, the, the underlying wallet's not being hacked. Um, what's actually happening is that their security and access protocols are being compromised in some way. Um, not dissimilar from uh, uh, certain social media issues, which might have happened yesterday. Um, and so it's really important how you actually secure these assets and why you need to go with a provider that's actually going, to, has a track record of doing this and knows what they're doing um, through a variety of market conditions, because this is actually a very, very technical space. Appreciate that. Ophelia Snyder, co-founder, president of 21 Shares, um, and of course, uh, offering up the Bitcoin ETF with ARK Investments. Kathy, one thing I also think is, is concerns about the price of Bitcoin, the volatility. Mm -hmm. uh, the last three full year returns were gains of 305% in 2020, up another 60% in 2021, followed by a loss of 64% in 2022. Um, it's, it's a market that can move around. We saw a little mm -hmm. bit of a pop in Bitcoin. Will volatility continue to be a risk or something that investors have to be very much aware of? And I'm curious, what is your price forecast at this point now that you've got the SEC approval for Bitcoin? Sure. Uh, a couple of things. So um, uh, the volatility, uh, this again is uh, natural for disruptive innovation that is um, really going, taking market share in any market. 
so it, it's it's normal, Carol. You've seen from our fund mm-hmm. how uh, how uh, disruptive innovation can um, can be affected by exogenous factors that uh, that don't have anything to do with the share uh, they're actually gaining. In fact, uh, the we, we know that during tough times, innovation gains more tra- traction because it's better, cheaper, faster, more productive, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, this, and you saw this during the regional bank crisis. Uh, the, the regional banks imploded. The KRE index imploded. We saw bankruptcies. And Bitcoin shot up 40%. Why? It's a flight to safety. Uh, it it is not. Um, it will not be a victim of counter uh, of uh, counterparty risk the way the banks will. So uh, it's it's actually as time goes on and we go m- through more and more crises and it seems the way government spending and monetary policies go, uh, you know uh, that that is not going to change. I think. Uh, Bitcoin is going to uh, prove prove its worth. You know, one th- in terms of price, and then I'd like to just uh, talk about fees because that's so controversial. Yes. yes. So our price target, our our bull price target, mm-hmm. and I would say institutional money moving in makes our bull price target more likely uh, 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 now, uh, is $1.5 million in 2030. And you can see in big ideas, our big ideas from last year AR, uh, at ARK-invest, uh, arc-invest.com, how we, the building blocks for that number, right? Uh, uh, right? And institutional is one of the biggest uh, reasons. In terms of fees, um, you'll notice 21. That's a very special number. First of all, mm-hmm. those are our partners, 21. Right. But also 21 million units or 21 million Bitcoin mm-hmm. will, uh, 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 that is the total number that will be printed or minted, right? There, it will not go past 21 million. This is called this is called a rules-based monetary system. Uh, and so uh, the we thought that was clever, um, and we uh, were going to start out with that one, but we knew what was going to happen, so we ended up there. Um, but uh, I want to bring back something I mentioned other uh, before. We already have the economies of scale that others do not because of our partner, 21 Shares. And so we've been able to negotiate down service provider fees in a way that we would not have been able to if we had done this by ourselves. And the other thing I want to emphasize right. is we are not looking to mad, uh, to maximize profits with this. We are looking at Bitcoin as a public good. It is a financial superhighway. Uh, and we want to increase uh, the access to Bitcoin. And one of the ways to do that is this low fee product. We have other actively managed uh, strategies where we can do more on the profitability side. Right. That is not our objective here. Kathy, just one last question. And that I'm glad we got that in 30 seconds just to wrap up. I mean, what does success look for you guys in a year from now with this particular product? Well, I think I think we will be a, a part of the success of Bitcoin broadly. I think this opens a new chapter for Bitcoin, and uh, I would like to believe we would we will be within the top top three or two 
top providers uh, of Bitcoin through this Bitcoin ETF. All right. And just lastly, as you know, I like to squeeze in stuff. 15 seconds. Is there new um, cryptocurrency products, ETFs that might come out from you guys as well in the near future? Well, we already put uh, with 21 shares out uh, five futures products. Those are right. active strategy. One last thing I'd like to I'd like to honor all of those who have toiled to make Bitcoin happen through this ETF. I want to reassure the community, the Bitcoin community, that um, self custody, yeah. cu- self custody, and an ETF are are not mutually exclusive. We want to see this ecosystem continue to decentralize, but we want to bring billions of people into the ecosystem. And this is why 21 basis points, ARKB. Kathy, I so appreciate you including me on this platform. Kathy Wood, ARK Invest founder, CEO, CIO. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more.